0: This is season three, episode eight of Mastering the RPG, a tabletop RPG podcast all about upping your game. Doesn't matter if you're a game master or player, you'll find advice, ideas, and some strong opinions. Our episode tonight is Failing Forward in Tabletop RPGs or Failure Is an Option. See, I, I threw that in there for all those Apollo 13 fans. <laughs> Welcome again to Mastering the RPG, a tabletop RPG podcast. Like I said, it's about maximizing the game with ideas, cool stuff, opinions, emails, whatever, all sorts of stuff like that, and we hope you get something out of it. I'm Carl with my co-hosts, Eric and James, and you'll find information about the show at MasteringTheRPG.com, and you can send us feedback or questions or mail, whatever, at GameMaster at MasteringTheRPG.com, and uh, it's good to... We had a long break. Everybody was uh, enjoying the holidays, so it's great to be back on the mics with everybody. So, um, how's everybody doing, James? How are you doing? How are you doing in the? I'm doing great. In the land. Happy where New Year. Happy New Year.
1: Yeah, we're in the land of uh, very long summers and long cricket matches at the moment. So enjoying that five five day cricket matches that you can just sit and watch boring cricket all day which is really really great we're taking a break up here I haven't had a role-playing game in a few weeks um, and so looking forward to to the next couple as we get started up into the new year games Um, I'm well into the you know kind of creating session zeros at the moment where we're getting ready for a new campaign so I start four new campaigns in two weeks and so getting prepared (laughs) for all of that stuff at the moment which is a bit fun (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah insane. it's, it's summer there insane. and we've got i'm sitting here looking at the weather waiting for the snow to come for our white christmas and it never happened but and then you guys got five day cricket matches out in the beautiful sun so okay cool um eric so how you doing what's up with you
1: <laughs> I, i'm doing all right
2: i mean yeah i I'm like james except for running games i haven't played any games for like three weeks um so that's been interesting <laughs> Uh, I mean, I did a little bit of work on my stuff, but yeah, it's just been kind of a break from all the tabletop stuff. So it's, it's good. This is like setting it off for the new year for a tabletop for me. So
1: beautiful.
0: Personally, I,
2: I, what have
1: you got planned coming up in the weeks, Eric? Have you got anything going, coming forward? You've got a game coming or how's the setting going?
2: Oh yeah. The setting's going pretty well. I got a lot of the stuff fleshed out and then, yeah, just the
0: game's kind of starting back up again. So
1: yep, sure. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Kyle. I interrupted. No,
0: no, it was, uh, you know everybody's got uh, interesting stuff going on, and uh, it's it's good to have a little time. I, I didn't have any games either because obviously Eric's in one of my games, but we got uh, so we celebrated our um, anniversary, mm-hmm. and so we had a great pot, We had a great live stream um, with the Peg guys for that before Christmas, and uh, I world premiered the song. I mentioned that I was going to do that. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and we world premiered that. Now I'm working on the music video. Um, Because what's a song without a music video? (laughs) Savage Worlds, the fan song. Um, And so, yeah, it it was nice to have a little bit of time. I got a chance to do a little prep, um, thinking about where the the group might go and spending a couple of hours thinking through that instead of just doing it by the seat of my pants. So that was kind of nice. And then obviously um, it was good just to have some time with the family, get all the kids together and have a good time. So... Um, didn't get any uh, game stuff for Christmas or role playing game stuff. I, I I got a dice box though. Somebody gave me one of these dice roller boxes that has where you put the dice in the tray around it, and then you pop open the lid and you can pull the dice out and roll it. So somebody did give me that. So, but not not books or anything. Like I got that.
1: I got the epitome of Hasbro taking over the gaming industry as a present. I got the Dungeons and Dragons version of Cluedo. Uh, brought to you by Hasbro for Christmas, which was um, it's kind of like Clue, right?
2: I think yeah, that's, that's the, right. Yeah, okay. Clue, yeah. So, <laughs>
1: the Dungeons and Dragons version of Clue was my what only role playing. Like, like,
2: Minster and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Went, okay. yeah. And, and you go to the
1: you go to Waterdeep and all these different it's, it's ridiculous, <laughs> yeah. it's just ridiculous. It's, Killed it's in so
0: Waterdeep with a fireball. So I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. you wow. killed in water deep with the hand of Orcus by, you know, <laughs> by Vecna. And yeah, is, is it's there? A,
2: please tell me the immovable rod is one of the murder weapons. <laughs> I wish. I
1: wish oh, it totally gosh. should have been. It so yeah, have been, yeah. But that the 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 Hasbro Empire has has completely done it now. It's amazing. Yeah,
2: before they collapse, right? I mean, it's, yeah, right. they got rid of what? Like, what was it? Like
0: a half of their employees or yep. quarter 1,100 employees? Quarter? 1100 employees. Yeah. Yep. Same. 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 And I think uh, somebody said 800 of those were in the, the, the kind of the RP space. They so said there was a significant the n- of the coast, which yeah. is
2: bizarre because I think Magic the Gathering is what's keeping that company alive, yes. mostly, and then D and D.
0: So,
1: <laughs> anyways, and there's
0: plenty of quality <laughs> YouTube videos out there about the uh, the layoff and people's opinions and everything. I, I for sure. I've, gone, I've been in industry long enough that I've gone through many, many a riff, um, seen people get laid off, and, you know, it's part of the business cycle, um, you know, and people get upset that the CEO still made his big bonus, but welcome to corporate America. That's just the way it is, guys. Just because it's an RPG, role-playing game company, you know, that's just the way it is. The CEO yeah. is going to make his cash, and the workers are going to get laid off before Christmas. So, Anyway. But I'm not bitter. <laughs> I, I've never been ripped. So he's the method of production, brothers. <laughs> take, take the means of production, yeah. All right. So, hey, with that. Qual- I see a
2: new setting here. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so, with that, uh, so with that kind of intro, um, we don't have any email today. Um, but so I think uh, without further ado, we'll hit the main topic. Coral, Eric, yeah. All right, main topic, failing forward in tabletop RPGs. So the first and obvious thing we need to define is what it does mean to fail forward. Now, I think everybody's going to have a little bit different definition. I've got mine which is where failure is not a simple no. You didn't do it. Too bad. So sad. It's more there could be some complications or consequences that might, that do, lead to moving the forward the story forward. Um, you know maybe there's a happenstance that happens based on your failure that lets the narrative continue. Or you you're going to succeed anyway, but there's some cost that comes along with that success. So you're succeeding anyway, but there's a cost or. It's not just a simple failure. There's something that helps you move the story along. Um, so, like, an example would be a player, chase, you know, wants to find the Thieves Guild, spots a pickpocket, chases them down, but they get away. So, simple failure is like they got away too bad. Failing with kind of forward is maybe they drop something, maybe there's some clue that they can pick up on, and now there's another group of adventures that get them to the same point, but... There were consequences, and it took time to to get through that. So those are my definitions. I don't know. Um, what are your definitions, guys, before – because I, I feel like this conversation is going to be a little more yin and yang and trying to figure out how things are going or what our thoughts are. So I don't know, Eric, what, what's your definition of failing forward?
2: Well, yeah, I think I have a broader view on it, just – Especially, we were talking about it beforehand a little bit. and But what you said is certainly the archetypal version. That that's the one that, like, Powered by the Apocalypse games pretty much uh, mechanized. You know, in, in those games, you can get, like, a partial success or I forget what it's called, a minor success, right? The thing still happens, but, you're, but like, something bad along, you know, you lose something, like you said. That is, like, the main version. But I think anything that incentivizes... Um, like, gives you a resource. Like, there's some games where you fail and you get, like, luck points when you fail. And you can use those later. Or, like, even narratively, like, Savage Worlds, Carl, like, where you, your hindrance comes up in a way that messes with you or, or kind of disrupts your plans. And then you're rewarded for that. That you can then use later to succeed because you can re-roll. Yeah, you get right? the penny so for So, that, yep. that's the kind of broader view that I have. Um, I also see failure forward in... Things that we've talked about where, you know, there's never like a, clo- even if that like one avenue is closed, it, maybe something else happens or um, like a twist, like the kind of how you recover from failure. Um, and there's things for players too. But yeah, what you said is definitely the main version, but I think some games have mechanized it in that way of like rewarding players in some way for failing that they can then use later to succeed, right? So I think there's just two different ways where either you succeed and something bad happens or you're, re- you're kind of given something to use at a later time to succeed. Um, are the, that's how I look at it, at least from basics.
1: Yeah, we played around with a little bit of a house rule where uh, if you critically failed, then it gave you inspiration to kind of re-roll the exactly. dice at a later, at a later area. So it's it, about, yeah, yeah. it's about removing that demoralizing feature of, oh, that I just didn't succeed. it And there it is. And it's trying, I guess in some ways it's trying to, stop the dead endness of skill checks and dice rolls within role-playing games because that's what we're really talking about isn't it we're talking about saving throws or skill checks or some kind of uh, uh, relatively simple mechanic that when it fails we've now blocked the game off or we, we're unable to kind of continue the story going is I guess is half the issue here which might be why as a games master we're trying to fail forward or trying to solve this as a problem Um so you know, in, a, in your great example, if 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 you are racing through the pickpocket, you're trying to catch the pickpocket, and just were unable to catch the pickpocket, does that mean the story or the narrative ends at that point? So it's trying to kind of make sure that the narrative can continue. Is my definition that of it? Yeah. sorry. Yeah, and like
2: no no no, I'm just going to go on top of that. It's like we've talked about this a lot and this is one of our one things in some of our ga- other game mastering episodes where like you know, we often caution especially new game masters like don't write yourself into a corner. Like don't if you have only the one solution to the thing, then you can often get stuck. But I think that failing forward kind of gives you an out on that, right? Where you you can shift that and say, "Okay, you just succeed but this thing happens." And that's something that I think we should look at here is that there's certain games that have baked this mechanic in whatever way into the rules. But like you said, like there's the house rule that you have for D D where if somebody fails, you give them inspiration. Like we can hack those games and you can use that in any game that you play. And I think that's the a lot of things we're going to talk about uh, today is that how can you kind of hack that into game. Because some games have that mechanic baked in, right? If you're mm. playing a powered by the apocalypse game, that is literally how their roles work. Like you fail a game but then you fail a role but that's it still succeeds. But like you said, like but there you, is another a complication. example in my top of my yeah. head, like you're 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 climbing, you fail your athletic check okay you still you don't fall to your death because that would suck but you like lose a bunch of gear you know the the gear is gone but you still climb up to the top so and i think that's important
0: that's yeah i think it's important what you're saying is that this is not letting the players just succeed regardless of what happens there's still consequences there's still a, a failure of some type and there's consequences complications but we don't stop moving the narrative forward and like you said, Eric, you know, you could fall to your death and then that's just, you know, you failed, sorry. But there's still, there's still a consequence. We're not just going to say, okay, well, you failed your role, but, you know, it didn't matter anyway. You got up the, you got up the mountain because failure, we don't want failure because we don't want you to fall to your death. So, so failing forward means there's still a fail or there's a succeed with the cost um, related to it, like Powered by Apocalypse or some of those systems systems yeah. have. Um, but
2: like, like I said before, my other version of this for me in the kind of wider view is those ones that sent, like, give you a reward almost for failing. And that's, you're, that, in that case, they can still fail. But then they have some type of like currency like a Benny, right? Where you give them a Betty for failing. So later on, they can then roll to like succeed when they want to. So it kind of, I, I think there's just a broader view of just like the whole uh, you succeed with c- consequences. Like there's, there's other ways you can go about it. And it even broader than that, like there's narrative things that you can do too. So I just wanted to make sure that's, that's what I said is like a broader
0: view.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Very cool. James, any other, uh, any other thoughts on just kind of how we would define it or how we package up this concept?
1: Um, no, I think we've covered it. I, I, I guess I'd like to move on and talk a bit more about why, why we would do it or some of the challenges in doing it. Um it, yeah so why it's is it
0: important
1: so it's then- <laughs> it, it, it is a it's a tricky it's a tricky yeah it, it, in some ways i'm not entirely wedded to this idea i i, I do use it in some ways but yeah. um i have a little bit of a different or a okay. caveat come on we want to hear it yeah it in failure in some ways is what makes these games games as opposed to collaborative stories and i think i think there is a risk when you do fail forward where every attempt is a success, but it is a success with a consequence. I actually believe that failure should be an option, like being able to just straight out not be able to do things. Where it becomes complicated is that narrative dead end. If if you are unable to do it and therefore we can't continue the story, then that's that doesn't work. That's not a game either. That's just a kind of scene end. Oh well, that's as far as we got. Sorry about this. We have to finish. Um, but in in some ways, I still like the idea of failing, and I still like the idea of um, of, uh, and I guess yeah. Sorry, I'm not making a lot of sense here. Um, no, you're all right. I guess what we're a lot of ways what we're trying to do with failing forward is remove some other issues that are in a lot of these role playing games. And, and in some ways, I think the failing forward is a solution to things like endless dice rolling. When you have six characters, uh, the first character tries to pick the lock and then that doesn't work. And oh, I'll try. I'll try. I'll try I'll, until eventually you get a success. Um, and I, so I th- in some ways, I think failing forward is doing something a little bit different as well it means that the first person that fails, there is a consequence and therefore this, the narrative continues. Um, but I still don't completely agree that you can remove failure off the table by using failing forward, because I think it in- intrinsically changes the nature of a game as opposed to a story. Um, but that's that's my two bits there, I guess, before we move on. Right. No, I, I
2: don't disagree with you. Like, that's totally right. And I think When we're talking about this, like, we're obviously not talking about a specific system. And like I said, some systems have this built in. And we're not really talking about that from uh, that, you know, a specific system. We're talking about this agnostically or how can you borrow these into any tabletop game you're playing, right? And I I think you're absolutely right, James. Like, if you want to use any of these, it's all about balance. And it's all about using it when appropriate. I think in your example, like, yeah, failure is important for these games. Um, And you have to, like... Like we talked about, like sometimes you write yourself into a corner. That's when it's appropriate to use. Um, and I also think it changes the nature of the game. Like what type of game are you running? Like if, if that homebrew rule of giving inspiration on a failure, that is a kind of a, that's going to feel of a more pulpy game, right? Where the, the heroes are bigger than life. Like even when they fail, they're um, still they have the so much. succeeding yeah. later. So that is that type of game. So you definitely have to. Well, while I like using these mechanics a lot, it, you have to be, it has to match the type of game, that, the type of story that you want to play. So, like, Savage Worlds is pretty much all pulpy, right? That's where Benny's work. Um, so if you want to have a game where, like, if you're playing D&D and you want a game that feels more like these are hero heroes, you know, then, yeah, then that homebrew rule of giving inspiration on a critical failure, you know, something bad happens with the critical failure, but then you give them inspiration or you reward them for playing out their critical... Failure well or something um, that's that specific type of game so I think with all things just just be wary as a game master like don't don't rely on it too much or just know what you're getting into I, and I, I
0: think, think that's that was the biggest challenge I think that's it. the key is when we talk about failing forward it's not we always fail forward right in my mind mm-hmm. there are times when you fail and you just fail you know the dice weren't weren't in your favor bad things happened there's consequences for failure but it's the it's the idea that it doesn't Stop the game in its tracks. Um, those consequences aren't things; just stop, and then nobody's having fun because everybody's scratching their head as to what's going on. Now, there's solutions to yeah. that, like like there's in uh, there's the three clue rule for, rule, for example, which helps with the problem where if you build an uh, uh, a mystery adventure and one dice roll can stop them from solving the problem, you might say, hey, I'll fail forward, and then they get something else, and that helps them move forward. Well, you could avoid that just by doing the three-clue rule, where you have yes. three clues that are possible to find, and each one leads. So it's, fail, Failing forward is not a necessity, but, and sometimes failing is just failing, but it's, it's the idea that when there is a failure, there's complications, there are consequences, but the narrative doesn't stop that there is there's a cost, but you still are moving forward and and like my example of the pickpocket. It just doesn't end. There's now a note that gives them a clue or something, but now they have to go through a different set of adventures. They can't do things the easy way. They have to do things the hard way. But the narrative doesn't stop. So I I, I guess what I'm saying is I totally agree with you. It's you can't it can't always be a thing you do because then you know there it's a game there's sometimes failure is just failure, like you said, failure sometimes is an option without the failing forward um, process. That was a lot of words for but I, I think saying the same thing you guys were <laughs> no,
2: it, it, again, and, and on the other side of the coin, I guess with with the meta currency failing forward, um, even if you don't do that for your whole game, I think it's sometimes a good tool to use if you have a player who's just having a really bad you know really bad luck and just constantly failing like a bunch of, a bunch of uh, rolls, that can be kind of demoralizing for a player. So rewarding them occasionally with like a reroll or like luck points, I, we might get into a little bit more, can, can kind of, you know, uh, soften the blow a little bit and then also give them the chance to then succeed later on. Like sometimes the dice just really are not on your favor and that's not always fun. So I think it's also good to a game master to kind of use it occasionally to, um, you know, like, to figure out a way to reward them for all these failures, like they, they like if if they're getting demoralized. So yeah, I think and, and, I think and I, that's I, that I demoralization
1: them. is why we're trying to avoid this, right? So yeah, you know, we do this massive build up. It's the the pinnacle of a game. Um, you say, all right, do your big speech, and then let's have the persuasion roll at the end of it to see how well you landed your message, and then they fail the persuasion roll, you know, and you go, well, ah, oh, but it's the culmination, and it was supposed to be so epic, and it was supposed to be so great. How can we continue that forward, acknowledge that there's a failure, but, and, but do a narrative somewhere else, I guess? Because no one likes that crestfallen, oh, we, you know, that was supposed to be such a great role and it just didn't, didn't, didn't come off as, as well as it could have.
2: Yeah. Or when somebody is just like, I, why am I even, do, like, why do I even play? Like, or this, why am I the rogue? I can't pick a pot. I've tried to pick a yeah, pot yeah, 10 yeah, times yeah. and I <laughs> yeah. just, like, suck at it. That's when you're just like, okay, you know, like this time you get, you know, whatever, like, or, or but, but implement, that's where like, success with the, the cost three critical comes
0: failures. You get a, yeah, yeah it's, exactly. like, it's like, yeah, you can pick or, people's pockets, but you failed. And that now means the person noticed and fun can ensue. I mean, you're, you're a rogue. You should be able to pick a pocket of the peasant walking down the street. A poor roll doesn't mean you didn't pick the pocket. It just means that maybe the person noticed, and they turn and they confront you, and now hilarity ensues as, as you know, fun times, as you're flat-footed, you know, red-faced, trying to explain. Now you got some persuasion roll time to, to, <laughs> to try to explain what was going on there. So, anyway. Yeah. Anyway. I, I guess my, my, my just point was that,
2: like, if they, if they then role play out their failure, like, I think because D&D inspiration is just one of those things where people just don't get inspiration that much. And they usually only get it for being, like, heroic. Right. But that could be a good time to the, the failure. If you let the failure happen, it, it could be the good time if they're role playing it out or what they're going through. Like, OK, you get inspiration. Like, you get inspiration for how you acted with your failure. That, that's all I meant to say is that you can also sure. play that tack sure, instead sure. of
0: doing the partial success type of thing. So so it so it's important for, you know, satisfying making the game satisfying because of, you know, like you said, the rogues continually fail, so maybe there's a meta current to help out. Um, it keeps the story moving along, so a simple failure isn't just a failure. But but I think the the challenges are what Hit us because we've already talked about. Well, you use it sometimes, you don't use it sometimes. You know the. How does the game system help that? Oh, I got a home rule where I use inspiration, and so let's let's talk about some of the challenges. What? So, I mean, maybe I'll start with James. What you know? What are some of the challenges um, that you perceive in being able to to fail forward a, in a meaningful, a useful way?
1: The, 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 yeah, there's a couple in in my mind um the first one is so the idea of narratively failing forward so just to be clear so this isn't about the inspiration or the bennies or, yeah. or or that kind of stuff this is the narrative part of it the idea being that you fail then you don't actually fail you still succeed so you climb to the top of the you climb to the top of the, the wall but all your equipment falls down or you yeah something happens I think one of the challenges is if, you, if you're using this consistently and in some ways you possibly should, you should kind of use it relatively consistently so that at least it doesn't feel like you're stepping in, oh, this one's important narratively, so therefore we'll fail forward on this role. That's, that can sometimes feel a little bit forced. But the other problem you have is if you're involving complications to each failed role, there's a tendency for that to kind of explode. So, you know, the first complication, oh, I've, I've, you've lost half your equipment. Oh, well, I'll stop and I'll, I've got to, I'll climb down the rope then to try and pick up, pick up the, the equipment that I lost. All right, well, you need to make another role, uh, athletics check to climb down the rope. Oh, I failed that one. Oh, okay, it, it, you kind of now you're, the, the complications are, are becoming one and more and more and more and more, um, you know, and it, if you're providing an extra piece of information on each failed role, you can often flood your game with these kind of distracting red herring bits of information on failed roles as well so you know i fail my investigation role well you you, you're not quite sure exactly who's involved but you you find a little note that says find the one-armed cobbler you know on the note and okay we can continue the narrative forward but is this a distraction from the actual core storyline um and and that's some of the challenges i think with with failing forward in a narrative sense
2: yeah james that's like totally pretty much what i was going to say too is that you really have to i think the trap here especially for players is to start thinking that there's not the consequences aren't there as much anymore and i think to your point like with with your um example of the you know climbing and your stuff falling right you have to make it known that no that's the consequence like that stuff is gone like, it's gone. It, yeah. it fell, it's a tree, it's whatever. It's gone. Um, you really have to c- still have there be consequences that matter and that st- stick. And that, um, I think that is a trap that can definitely, like you said, that you, like that cascading kind of roles based on it, of people trying to, like, oh, it wasn't totally a loss, so I'm going to keep trying to, like, recover what whatever happened. Like, no, no, no. You have to make it, you want there to be consequences that have to fit. And sometimes players can start to, like, ignore that or think they're invincible because, you know, we never fail, really. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's the, the when, when you're when you're doing it you really have to make sure the consequences are consequences and that matter to, to the players in some way um, it doesn't always but have it, to it, be like oh your your husband got killed right but, it, but they have to matter in some meaningful way a and, mechanical way and that so combinational I read in, when I was
1: researching this a little bit researching this a little bit came up upon an example and the, it, it, it's the uh, you know the the um, there's a similar example as the pickpocket but okay you managed to grab the pickpocket you managed to turn him around you failed in the in the chase but you see him just as his dagger strikes out and you're now poisoned well that's another complication where you've got to now go cure your poison which which distracts from the narrative which distracts from the session in some yeah. way so it's yeah it's it can be all all manner of how you fix this but it adds an, another scene it adds another complication. It adds another 15, 20 minutes, half an hour to your game. And and sometimes just a failed dice roll, is like, well, you didn't find anything. Sorry, let's move on. Do you know what I mean? Like it it can sometimes distract, you know, in a a very messy way. To avoid that combinational, combinatorial explosion is what
0: you're talking about, right? You've got a failure which branches to another failure which branches. I I think it's, and this is why I, I mentioned that, you know, sometimes failing is just failing. It has to be in the right particular moment, like, for example, you talked about you're at the top, the, the pinnacle of this discussion with the king, and it's, you know, we're doing a role for um, pers- persuasion, and we're going to convince him to do something in a single role, oh, you just failed, so you did not persuade the king, too bad, he's not going to war with you guys, tough break, well, that that's an obvious place where it, it's not necessarily the player doesn't have to necessarily understand that there's not consequences. There were. Um, but now it's, you know, he's asking for you to do something. Or he's asking, you didn't lose at the pinnacle of this discussion but with one role. But, you know, sneaking past a guard and doing something like that and you fail, yeah, okay, maybe the guard sees you. I mean, you you, you got to... And, and the mechanics of the games are always success or failure. Not all of them, right? Because you mentioned that some of them have the partial success, but a lot of them have success, failure, and that's the easy part. That's baked in, but then doing something, understanding from a narrative standpoint where a success or a failure adds a consequence, but it doesn't always have to because it's not necessary. I, I think that, that tough, that's tough. It's the balance. That's what makes it hard hard to do is trying to balance those things out i would say you really need to fail forward when it's the narrative's going to stop right the the you know the the expectation is this pickpocket you catch them or you find out something that leads you to the thieves guild and this goes to when i talk about um when i think about is if you understand the goal versus the role the single role you're going to do it's like i want to chase the pickpocket. Okay, that's great, but we understand the reason you're chasing them is you want to find where the Thieves' Guild is. So if there is a yeah. failure in that chase, you can provide them something that still leads them towards the Thieves' Guild, not necessarily has to have five different scenes to get there, but they have a different route that maybe is a little more difficult, maybe requires a little more effort That versus just yeah. having grab them and then, you know, shake them down, you tell us where it is, and he tells you where it is, and you know that's the end of it. now you need to do something else, but it's not you don't want it to explode to say now if that fails, there's going to be another thing you got to do and another thing at some point yeah you know there, there's an expectation so well my,
2: my my kind of partial solution for that is to most of the time if you're if you're utilizing this failure narrative failure forward um, thing, uh, mechanic i guess um, is most of the time have the consequence be resources because those always matter to players, and whether it's money, whether it's equipment, whether it's spell slots or something, right, those are always something that's going to matter to the players but are not going to, you know, cause another scene to happen, right? Yeah. So it, most of the time, if you just have them lose resources, that's, that's my, in my mind, that's the solution to that problem is because you're not going to create the problem of the, the cascading scenes, cascading whatever roles, um, but it is going to hurt the players, right? They, they still – the pickpocket example is like what, what they tried to follow the pickpocket. Like, yeah, they, they follow the pickpocket, but they didn't realize there was another pickpocket that was uh, – that stole a bunch of gold from them, right? Like that's – so th- that's how I think that – yeah, th- that's my solution. I, I guess then we're talking – I don't know. What do you guys think? Does that, does that seem like a reasonable thing to do or
1: – Yeah, and that, and that makes sense. And, and in some ways, yeah, you can continue the plot forward. So you can say, oh, you failed to catch the guy um, – but as he reaches out, you can feel that he's unclasped your your, your kind of bracelet and taking your yeah. watch again. But then you see that he he heads down the laneway towards the thieves' guild. So I guess yeah, yeah in some ways, or or a few hit points lost. That kind of that kind that of vibe, right. just so that's that a, there is yeah, I can I, see I that. I think
2: that's a it's in a, Carl's example, like you you said, like oh, like there was a chase that happened that made it more complicated. Like something something in Savage Worlds is is a I forget what it's called now. You know, the one role where it's like a narrative kind of single role, like. Uh, you said in that chase, you know, you had to spend, some, you had to spend, some spe- because it was somewhat difficult, you had to spend a spell to, you know, leap over a, 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 some type of obstruction, or you had to spend resources to then do what you wanted to do. So you could just say that as like a narrative, um, right? It, it, narratively, you had to spend your spell slots or whatever, or you had to throw a dagger
0: or something. So yeah, that, that's I, I, I think I that's say. a, yeah. there's, there's many tools in the toolbox, and, and having that um, losing resources is always a good, a good lever to use for sure. For sure. I don't know if I'd use it all the time. I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to have an additional thing that somebody might have to do. Um, but it's definitely a good tool to have in a toolbox because, yeah, you like you mix said, it spells, you don't want, spell spell yeah. slots are valuable. Money's valuable. You know, uh, you know. D and D attrition's a big deal, right? So. Um,
1: May I be somewhat of a devil's advocate here? Oh, Billy, you still. Had we just failed at this point, right? So let's just say, no, you failed. (laughs) Uh. And that's when the wizard says, I cast the spell to catch up with him, and therefore it's no longer a skill roll, but they have used their spell. They have used their resource. Aren't we just taking this from players having to use their resources to overcome adversity? Aren't we just doing this for them? If we just say, well, you make it, but you have to use the spell slot. shouldn't I they? Mean, it depends have-
2: on the game. Some, some, some games don't have spells that do that. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, my, my point was is that, you know, in the problem of you don't you – it's a good thing to mix in, to not always have, like you said, James, you get in that trap of – but, yeah, I mean, you could, you could also say you could say to the player – and this actually goes to something else I was going to talk about, but you could say to the player, well, you can still catch this person if you, if you want to use that spell that you have. Yeah, you know? yeah, like great. You could or that ability. Yeah, or, that. yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. That's another, uh, I don't know if this is in the complication, but this was kind of my um, hybrid version of the, in my mind, the two different versions of the narrative failure forward and the and the mechanical, the, the yeah, meta currency sure. failure forward. And this is something that I've seen once before, or I've used once before, um, where and this can be used in any single game, but basically you have a currency That when somebody fails, or you just give them it to the beginning of the game, where basically when they fail a roll, they can say, "Okay, I'm spending my fate, my fate point, luck
1: luck points in Call of whatever it is. Well,
2: whatever it is. But this is a hybrid because this is basically this is not letting you re-roll. This is not giving you like a plus to your you know your final score this is just saying okay i really wanted to succeed in this role so i'm going to spend my whatever you want to call it and then it's a then it's failure forward then you're like you succeeded but with complications so it kind of gives players a little bit of control when they want to have the failure forward. this and this is like i said it's kind of a hybrid of the two different versions and this is one that i like the most because it like it gives players that a little bit of control and something of currency to play with but then it is that failure forward thing so in the case of the you know a player had say this fate point or whatever you want to call it, and in the the king, they were like doing the, the pers- big persuasion roll for the king, and they failed, and they're like, "I didn't want, damn it, I really wanted to succeed." So I spend my point, and then you're like, "Okay, well, you did succeed, but then this bad thing happened." So yeah, that's, that's, that's still just the, them third the hybrid version.
1: Sure, of, of,
2: <laughs> but
0: but you do <laughs> and that. that's it.
1: You can take bits of this all the time, can't you? Yeah. You can kind of yeah, but but it, it, it's a tool to stop that narrative dead end. Yeah, sorry, Carl. No,
0: I was just going I to say that, that puts it in the hands of the player to make they can decide now whether they want to succeed or fail versus, you know, when I thought of that example, it was more, well, the player, this was a big deal. The player failed. How can we make it so that the player succeeded at a cost, right? Or that, yes. so we could, But Eric's saying, well, you know, give them the currency. Let them decide. They may just want to fail. You know, who cares that this is the big most important thing? They want to fail and see what happens. Let them let them make that decision. Um yeah. you know. So that that's an interesting thing. It could interesting be something approach. they get
2: like one one per session, right? Or something. Or if, if you wanted to play with this but didn't want to be doing it yourself all the time, that, that's what it might be. It's like this weird hybrid of one per session they have this thing that they can spend to change their role into success with problems. That reminds me, I need
0: to start giving you guys conviction in the in our game, I, I forgot <laughs> to use it, so I, I in, love conviction in, like in Savage kind of fine, Worlds, there, there's I no, forget. there's no
2: limit on conviction, so uh, yeah.
0: Well, technically, I don't think Anyways. there's any limit in Savage Worlds either. I just limit it, so. <laughs> oh, okay. so, I Um Well, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. So um, yeah. So any other, you know, any other challenges that uh, these are all really, really, really good ideas. Um, any other, what other insights? Um, I think you mentioned a little bit on the player side. Is there other things that a player should think about? You know, then we talked yeah, a lot I, of GM stuff, but what about yeah. the players? I mean,
2: well, again, this is my broader view on this. And and for players, when, when I think about failure forward, I, it's more about like capitalizing on failure as a player. Because um, like, you know, what do you do as a, as a player? You don't have the control to really do this. So when I think of failure forward in the player's lens, it is really like, How do you use your failures to, you know, to further your character in a way? And uh, I don't know if I can like have my pipe and have the fire rolling and story time, but um, (laughs) I mean, one of the things I'd say is that I often learn about a character as I play. Like even if I do a really long backstory, right? Even if I have all my like my full character mechanics set up ahead of time, I often really do learn about a character the more I play. Like I understand their. It's hindrances or flaws in d and D. I I understand those more. Or they change. And one of the things that you can do, I think, with failure is that you can really... Well, there's several things that you can kind of use failure for yourself as a player to enhance your character story or enhance how you communicate. And that, that's what I want to think of. And, and my story here is um, the very first game I played with Carl, um, I had this really, really funny, great character named Fable who was um, a genetically altered cat person who who like venerated his cyberware so had like mystic abilities and he was we, we've talked about him before he was a complete you know I first started him as impulsive but I kind of changed him later to daredevil because what I learned to what I learned with him especially through failure is that his whole thing was um Uh, he, He liked to show off for people because that's how he got worth. because he felt like if he wasn't like the best if he wasn't like doing these amazing things people would leave him that was his the thing that I came to realize and it really came to head where in this game I rolled so well all the time I used double mono whips on a motorcycle which with these mono whips if you rolled a one not even a critical failure you attacked yourself and I like never failed at all ever. Like, I tried to hurt myself, and it never, right, Carl? Like,
0: it just, yeah, I was just never. rolling
2: amazing in this game. And this one time, um, Carl introduced this pop character that was a animal hybrid, and I just came up with it. Oh, my, my character's a huge fan of this, of this char- just loves this musician, this pop, this um, hybrid. Um, and we got the chance to be her bodyguard, or be their bodyguard. Um, and my character just wanted to impress them so bad and did this, like, I I said, like, okay, I'm doing a trick on my motorcycle. And I critically failed, which never happened in that game. And so, you know, I described uh, my failure or the motorcycle fell on me. I think I farted. Um, (laughs) But but my whole point of this was is that I then really got... Because most of the other players only saw my character being this bravado-y kind of action star. But they really got to then... I really capitalized on this failure and showed them kind of a crack in the mask. And it was like a chance for my character when I built this thing up so much that I was like in love with this person and that this was the worst failure pretty much that my character could think of. And it let them see a vulnerability to my character that they never saw before. Like I really played it up of like, he was being embarrassed and like, you know, soft spoken, which never happened before with that character. So I guess I'm kind of, you know, rambling, but I really cap... You want to capitalize on your failures to maybe, you know, show these, either show backstory for your character that they never saw before, like use it as a a, a, um, a chance to show backstory, or use it as a chance to kind of break through the mask of your character, because all our characters wear masks, right? It, usually, they have some type of front that they show, like everybody does, and so it's a good chance to reveal stuff about your character um, that you never revealed before to, to, to your other players, or, or like, you know build onto your backstory i guess so I, I don't know if that was too rambly you guys get what i'm saying here of like uh, that's yeah absolutely of- and and yeah. look
1: part of the yeah. uh, as a player look i think it's part of the game failure is actually part of the fun you know if you For succeed sure. at everything you, you're kind of not you're not really getting the enjoyment out of it um i love role-playing failure i love role-playing yeah. you know i i'm currently playing a bard paladin that should be able to persuade everyone everything. Every time I fail, it's, it's because I've got a coughing fit or something's gone wrong or I've insulted their family or you kind of get into why that might be. And, and that's half the fun in my mind in terms of role-playing when things don't go your way. Uh, but if we are playing a failing forward game and a, as a player, one of the things that I've seen is in a lot of ways you begin this negotiation when you fail. And and in some ways I think as a player you can provide the option for failing forward. So i I leap across the, the gap between the building chasing after the, the pickpocket. I fail. Well rather than plummet to my death, can I grab hold and and gash my arm so that it, it damages me badly? Yeah. Um but allows me to continue to the chase. I'll take some damage, but can I continue to go through it? It's as a player Offering the option or offering the consequence can also lead to some really great roleplay. I didn't convince the king, but my oration is it possible that I failed that? But it it has persuaded someone else within the room to join to join the cause. You know, you can kind of offer the alternative, offer the consequence, offer the the explosion, the 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 difference. Um, if you're playing, is, is something that I've seen. Um, I I find that um, before kids get too involved in the rules of a game they often negotiate from the outset they'll say oh yeah but if i do this could it could it work you know and and so in some ways kind of continuing that that level of negotiation in gameplay can also help really really well as a player And,
0: and that's and that's just it's that's really just playing off of a lot of game masters when somebody has a critical fail or you know some some really bad failure you ask the player what did that failure look like? You're just you're, this is just another version, right? It's it's yeah. I failed, but it's not as bad. Or there's a there's I, I'm going to tell you what I think the consequence could be that we both can agree on. That's bad, but I'm not plummeting to my death. Um, here's something in, more interesting, game master, that you might find more interesting to to take part of. It sounds like like you said there's a little bit of a negotiation there going on. And it's a, again we always talk about these things being shared, stories, shared narrative. Um, you know, uh, that's that's a good point. You know, you can help share that narrative by offering those suggestions and saying, "Well, yeah, my pa- player, my character failed and here's what happened if that's okay." You know, so
2: yeah. I, I, yeah, my point before was just that using failure to then it, it's it's often easier for me to use failure as a point of revealing character stuff than it is succeeding, you know, because like when you're succeeding, you're just what you don't need to show any vulnerability. You don't need to um, show any of your skeletons in your closet. Right. Most of the time. So uh, failure is just it's, it's an easier way to get those things in that you want. Um, and, and for you to like maybe, you know, try different skills like try a different approach. Um, just it almost forces you to be creative to kind of try a different way than you would think or like try a different kind of approach to your character and then use that.
1: And this Um, is in some ways why I don't particularly like failing forward in that uh, characters and particularly a group of characters has a whole heap of different ways to tackle a problem. Um, And if you fail the first time, that's okay because someone else might have a different approach or you might have to use an entirely different thing where you go, all right, we we failed to to follow the, the cut purse that stole our gear, all right, now let's – he's run away. We still need to find where the thieves' guild is, so let's start to bribe urchins around the, around the town to find where – you know, you can kind of – it doesn't have to completely derail. The, the players have a huge amount of resources at their, at their hands in order to solve these problems, and I guess that's part of the, the fun. I, um, I, I, for example, I don't allow any more than two people to make a dice roll, for example, to stop this kind of everyone gets a go. Um, it's just a house rule. After two people have had a go and they've failed, the rest of you would just assume that it's really, really hard. You know, that's like, well, there's a trust here that if two have failed, then we don't continue. So, um, it, it, yeah, in some ways, I think players have a lot of resources to, to do different ways and approach a problem with it in a, from a different angle.
0: That's that's true. I mean, definitely the, this this concept is not... Um, a hammer for every nail, right? <laughs> yeah. Of course. Um, yeah. And, and lastly, and the, and the same thing of like
2: capitalizing failure, and this is something we've talked about a lot before, um, and this even goes to like burning out as a game master, is that it's also a good time when, when there's that failure, instead of maybe saying, okay, you succeeded, but this happens, like you could also use that failure as a jumping off point to. Do a side quest or do something else, right? Like it, it, it could be also a good opportunity, but then that then enriches the players too. Like that—that's my point—is that like um, it can be good to break up your narrative as a game master to then, you know, okay, well you you're locked out of the king, but now you have this whole quest with the minister. You have to do a, you know you have to do some type of quest for them, and then then they'll support you, and it's the same yeah. outcome at the end. Um, but you, but it gives you a chance to then you know write something new. It might as a game master it's, it's like. Uh, <laughs> a reward for you because you're having that time to like do a little break, do a little different type of narrative or whatever. Um, much like a player, you know, capitalizing on that.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Um, as long as we don't have that combinatorial explosion <laughs> of a failure during the quest that it <laughs> leading to another. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah.
1: Now you need the minister's manservant to convince the minister to convince the king. Now you, yeah, need, you the need the minister's, minister's manservant's cousins, wife. Yeah. <laughs> you
2: know? Cousins, uh, cousins, uh, laundry person's uh, brother. Oh
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. There you go. Um, so, any uh, final thoughts that you guys have before we uh, we close off here? Um, what, what would you say? I, I, I'd say, failing forward is again not not something that you always do, but it's also uh, a tool in the toolbox for when, you know, you want failure to have consequences, but there really needs to keep the narrative moving forward. And, and I think Eric mentioned, you know, you, you've, you've prepped yourself into a corner, I guess he said, but it's, it's a tool in your toolbox that allows you to keep the game moving forward. It's not, you know, success isn't always success, um, sometimes there's consequences, or there's things that happen, but failure sometimes is just failure, and we we can't just always let the players succeed in some shape or form. So James, yeah, and, and oh, oh, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I, I was gonna say yeah, that's that's
2: definitely it. Like it's something to be used sparingly. Um, on the other side, again, if you want to make any t- any type of game you're running, it doesn't matter any type of tabletop game, you can provide some type of meta currency to make it feel more pulpy or more over the top or more like more heroic, right? Um, just, the, just that nudge of even when they fail it makes the characters have a chance to succeed later and that's either just to reiterate again there's the re-roll mechanic which Benny's or inspiration there's like I think fate, like fate points or luck points or whatever where yep. they're, they're given some type of like one point or two points or three and then they can spend that after a roll to then increase their, their role to, to meet the DC or whatever and then again, again there's the hybrid of what I said and the hybrid version though I think won't make them feel overly heroic I think if you want to have Kind of that meta currency, but not have it be over the top like like a World type game or a, a powered by the apocalypse game, you know. Um, then having that, giving them the one kind of chi- one one currency to spend when they want to make the partial success thing. I, I think that'll give a good middle ground. Um, but again, I think with all of this, it's just being aware of what you're getting yourself into and not overdoing it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I guess you know. I think there are ways that you can avoid the problem that failing forward solves, I think is my final point. (laughs) Um, You know, the three clue rule, not asking for roles unless they're actually important, you know, because we've talked a bit about the, you know, the rogue should be able to pickpocket the peasant. And, yeah, would you really need a role for it or wouldn't the – it should just happen, yeah? So – trying to revo- trying to remove some of the things that get you to the narrative dead end in in my mind is probably a little bit better if you are playing a game that fully leans into fail forward um, I think it, it would create a very different role-playing experience so I'm, I I must admit I haven't I haven't run a fully in the system yet so um, that's something that I'd like to do but um, my, my final thoughts are um, if you can avoid it I'd avoid it is that bad
2: <laughs> No, it's it's not. That's that's your opinion. I mean, that's, yeah, that's why there's
1: three of us here.
0: We all have opinions.
1: You you remember
0: that part I talk about in the beginning, and some strong yeah, opinions. Right. So there, we family family. one. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't put that in there just for my fun and excitement. It's I mean it. We've with uh, we three folks all have different games and play different games, and um, so definitely going to have different opinions. So excellent. I think that was a great. Um, Treaties on where to use it, when not to use it, know when to fold them, know when to run when it comes to failing forward. And uh, so excellent. So, hey, thanks everyone for tuning in. I hope you got something out of it. Remember to drop by masteringtherpg.com to learn about other projects and things we're working on. Contact us, support us. Email gamemaster at masteringtherpg.com if you have a question, need some advice want some difference of opinion to be adjudicated we're all over that you can see that we all have differences of opinion
1: um, or, or to tell me that i'm entirely wrong please shoot us an email to say james is an idiot you should use failing forward yes let's let's get an email that
0: says that and we can read it on air. that'd be fine <laughs> but i'll also offer some interesting insight too because then james won't feel as bad so <laughs> um yeah so hey if you like the show please um give us a positive review wherever you get your um podcasts um and we love to keep doing the show so again thanks for supporting and uh, so once again this is carl with eric and james say goodbye guys goodbye guys happy gaming